everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Denver Dave, sitting to my right is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How are we boys? Very good. In pain, but very good. <laughs> That's how it should be. King, you alright? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. You're good. <laughs> welcome everyone to the Week 7 Review Show, slash Week 8 Preview. Oh. Uh, obviously, we're not going to be reviewing every game. But we get to talk about all the fun stuff that happened in the last week of football. We do. Uh, topics include desperately desperate Dallas, Patrick Peterson screaming to get out of Arizona, uh, Blake Bortles. Who's worse than Blake Bortles right now? Uh, fourth down messing about. And of course, the Kings picks for week eight. So boys, I want to start... Well, it's a bit of a shame that we don't have Punk Raider here yet again because... Seems every podcast seems to be taken up by John Gruden and the Raiders. This week, we found out that uh, Amari Cooper is going to get traded for a first rounder, uh, and he's going to the only team that doesn't have any wide receivers, and that is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, please give me your initial reactions to this because I can only see one winner here. I, I, I think it's a good trade for the Cowboys. A bit rich. Um, I think they need a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. That much is obvious from what they've done so far this season. Um, it seems as though the Raiders are transferring or getting as much as they can for any key play that they've got and trying to cash in as much as possible, um, which either means in five years' time they're going to have one of the greatest teams we've ever seen or they're going to draft about four or five punters in the first round as normal. <laughs> so I think I think it's a bit rich. It's a good trade, though, for both teams because obviously the Raiders... Um, the more they can transfer out the higher draft picks they're going to get um, but yeah I it, it's just a bit rich for me how, how is it good for the Cowboys then so it's yeah. a, it is, he is technically a wide receiver yeah he's factually not had a thousand yard season in two years and he's known for dropping the ball right yeah he's not been great the last two seasons no I mean we talked about it last week when we knew he was on the trade block mm-hmm. but didn't have a team to go to so I don't see what the Cowboys are seeing I know they were desperate enough which is why they've made this move but that doesn't mean it's a good move, as far as I can. No, see. I think I think he was great when he had Crabtree, and I think that elevated his game because he had that competition. Um, you know, Crabtree's not a true elite number one because he's just not athletically gifted enough. It's no. just that simple. He's, he's not quick enough. Um, he, he lacks separation. He's he's a good red zone threat. He's a good number two option, um, but he's not that elite number one guy. So I think having Crabtree there elevated Amari Cooper's game because mm-hmm. he was under pressure. He's not had that since Crabtree's gone, and he's, his his play or his production's reduced, um, and he's definitely not going to have that with the Cowboys. So I, I'm I'm a bit conscious. I know they needed someone, and I think they're basing it off the fact he's still on his rookie deal, so he's he's at a cheap price. Based on his performances, they can decide what extension they do. They are they go and offer him. Um, and you're projecting based on his performances as a rookie and as a sophomore. Um, and uh, you know, and, and and as a college player, so I think that I think the first round. I, I like Dave's point around the. I disagree to some extent, but I like the point around it's rich for a first rounder. Mm. Um, but that's what it was going to take for for what someone who has had two seasons over a thousand yards, someone who was taken fourth overall not so long ago. Um, that was always going to be the asking price for him. So, um, yeah, I think I think they probably looked at the crop of receivers they've got this year they didn't take Calvin Ridley in the draft <laughs> yeah. who's been he's been good so far this season for 
for the um, for the Falcons. Christian Kirk's looked good, even with a with poor performances at quarterback at, for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Callaway's actually looked really good for the Browns. His stats don't show it, but mm-hmm. he is an absolute flag machine. He always gets pass interference calls near the end zone. Um, so actually, if you don't look at the stats, but actually look at his overall play, he's performed very well as well. Um, you know, so I think they missed on on wide receivers this year. They're obviously not happy with the crop this that's coming out at the end of the season. They've got a few holes there as well. They need to address not just wide receiver. So I think they took this as an opportunity to uh, to try and hit on someone. So we'll see what happens. It could be it could be great if he gets a thousand yards and they've got they've got a first rounder for him. That's fine. But I'm conscious that there's not someone else pushing him, and that's the only thing. And I'm basing it purely on his very short career. That was the thing. That was the reason I think he elevated his game. Was he had a veteran pushing him to do better? But he doesn't have. He doesn't Dallas. have, and that's why I'm worried. Let's talk about that current crop of uh, Dallas wide receivers. Then, as you just brought it up, so yeah. uh, they currently have active Bryce Butler, Deontay Thompson, Alan Hearns, who they picked up in free agency mm-hmm. from, uh, which moved in from the Jags, Tavon Austin, Michael Gallup, who's the rookie, and Cole Beasley's just come back in his seventh year. Injury reserve, they've got Terrence Williams, Cedric Wilson, and Noah Brown on the practice squad, Lance Lenoir Jr. They've got three number threes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Without, without being, like, just being factual, they've got three yep. number threes. Cole Beasley, I think most teams would take as a number three wide receiver. Mm. Great possession guy, good on third down. Yeah. I think, actually, he's an asset to their team. Alan Hearns absolutely is a number three receiver. Was at the Jags. I know he's number two option there, two, but yeah, should have yeah. been should have been a three really on it, on most teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Terrence Williams has been number three there for Ever. Yonks. Yeah. So I think that they. Um, it's only his sixth season. I know, but it's um, it seems weird, doesn't it? It seems like he's been around for a lot longer. Just yeah, in the background. Yeah, I I kind of I get the whole. I get the having a, a a load of number twos. You look at the Lions' wide receiver core. I think the bulk of their receivers are number a very good number two receivers, mm-hmm. um, and that can work. Clearly, those guys are um, putting up good numbers. But I, I I don't think a crop of number threes is really the the answer when it comes to wide receivers. Doesn't help that press. I don't think it, it does. No. If only there was someone in there who knew the system in Dallas that could go back in to help at wide receiver. Someone like I don't know, Des Bryant, maybe. What the guy who's got the most touchdowns in the last four seasons? <laughs> yeah, that guy, that's interesting. He had to limp over the line one... like Peyton Manning had to in his last season <laughs> yeah. for touchdowns. The one Come thing on, I will say, is, yeah, but I, I think Dak Prescott played badly last year. One thing I will say in terms of it being rich is and Des was there. You're saying because he was picked fourth, um, there's more draft stock still. There's more draft stock still. So if I liken that, so if I liken that to a trade that's just happened as well Eli Apple going to the Saints mm-hmm. he was picked 10th overall yep yeah and so he's still got dressed up has played well no reasonably he's well he's average and he has been a massive problem yeah, he has yeah. Giants. but the Saints have only given up a 4th and a 7th so not we've the got same a year guy, either no exactly but we've got a guy who hasn't performed and was a fourth round pick going for a first and a guy who hasn't who's fourth overall pick fourth overall pick yeah. and you've got a guy who was tenth overall pick yeah and has only gone for a fourth and a seventh yes his behaviour off the pitch and yeah you know, what's happened and Amari Cooper has had two seasons over a thousand yards yes so he has shown he, he can be productive in the NFL and Eli Apple has been relatively decent he's been uh, what was it he was voted the 55th best corner 50, 50, 50. Uh, 57 uh, this is, <laughs> he ranks as 55th best corner by Pro Football Focus throughout his current 7 weeks of the season so far 
Yeah. Yeah. But he's also the 2040th best player off the field. Probably. <laughs> he's, I, that That's massively impacted his stock. He's not... As far as wide receivers go, there's not that many that are picked late round that, that are great. Obviously, Antonio Brown's brilliant. But you look at the you look at the crop of guys at the moment that are real elite wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Most of those are top ten picks. Is it also the fact um, that one of the Giants players referred to Eli Apple as a cancer? Not yeah, like well, that is great. absolutely one of the reasons. But it's, not one of the good types. Either. No, you know, one but of the really you look, bad types of cancer. No, but you look at some of the corners that have been successful in the league over the last few years. You don't always have to. One, they don't often get taken in the top ten. It's only the real special talents. Coming out of college, supposedly. But safety. I mean, Kevin can... White went out in the top ten. Well, no, I mean cornerbacks. Sorry. Oh, cornerbacks. Cornerbacks. Yeah. But it's uh, you know we, I... you don't have to take a cornerback. There, you can get value late, later mm-hmm. in the draft at cornerback. Some people just play in schools where teams don't throw the ball, so actually their tape is rubbish because mm-hmm. they're they're playing against teams that just run it. So actually, you don't necessarily ha- have full assessment. But you look, you know, Sherman was one of the probably the best cornerback for three or four years. In the not so distant future, he was a third round pick. Passed, I believe. In the yeah, uh, passed. Sorry, he was a third round pick. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's some there's some really talented. But Malcolm Butler was a Super Bowl, or you know, made a play in a Super Bowl. He was undrafted. <laughs> he <laughs> made did. A play. He made he made a he play. Did, in the he Super did Bowl, make yeah. a play he in the Super Bowl. Bowl I, yeah. He also was... didn't play in the last Super Bowl, so that's not probably the best <laughs> he example. He was kept out of that last one. But no, I, I was... think I think there's more. There's more chance for you to hit on cornerbacks than there is real elite wide receivers later in the draft. I was um, in New York in 2016 when the when the draft was happening, mm-hmm. and New York picked Eli Apple, and it was like a dream. The Apple New York marketing, it just synergy. It was brilliant, and I, yeah. I was staying in um, in Times Square, and as we were walking through, it must have cost the NFL a fortune because mm-hmm. his face was everywhere for about three days in Times Square. His face was uh, it was massive, yeah, and so. Perhaps one of the reasons that his stock, (laughs) perhaps one of the reasons why one of his stock has dropped so far is the fact that the expectation was so high. I think that they he should we Jim and I talked about this. We did. I remember doing the post draft podcast with you. Yeah, and we said that was the biggest one of the biggest reaches in the first round. Oh yeah, Um, Yeah, he should never have been taken tenth overall. You look at the players that have been top five, ten picks at corner in the last couple of seasons. Denzel Ward looks like the best corner in the league, and it's his rookie season. True. Lattimore last season was, was the last season was rookie of the year. Yeah, he was a top ten pick. Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey was was fourth. Patrick Peterson was fourth overall. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. Eli Apple is absolutely not in the same class as any Ew. of those guys. Um, but we, we've moved away from Dallas. Right? We should be hammering Dallas right now. Come uh, on, what they picked up for a first rounder, they gave up. Mm-hmm. For Amari Cooper, have they Look got what happened. Josh Gordon went for a fifth to the New England Patriots just a few months ago? Mm-hmm. Have they got multiple first? There's rounders. a reason why one team's more successful. Just saying, hundred percent clear that Dallas don't do any scouting on wide receivers. No, have Ever. Dallas uh, in, in next year's <laughs> draft? <laughs> have Dallas got extra picks to give up? Is it like they're no. sitting there with two firsts already, so they can give one up and still no. have another no. one? No. So what have they got in the draft next year? They just given up the first. They've not got a first round pick. No. Mm. Their first round pick in this year's draft. I know you guys say it's not the case. Their first round pick in next year's draft is Amari Cooper. Yep. <laughs> who is on a contract here, so will no longer be on, no will no longer be on a rookie contract. It's yeah, it's a strange one. It's a strange one to be honest. Because there's plenty I, he of wide is young enough to play there. well, and that they are project they are taking that chance based on a projection. I think he's a talented player. He needs to sort out the drop problem because if he stays as he is right this second, and I mean right this second, 
over the last two years. So that's a fairly large sample size. If they've traded for the player he is now and and was last season, he's not worth he's not worth a first round pick at all. If they're drafting the twenty one and twenty two year old who caught for over a thousand yards, he's absolutely worth it, and you're only paying him five million this year. That trade didn't come with Delorean, no. And according to ProSportsTransactions.com, Dave, Mm -hmm. uh, they they have used that first round pick for next year on Amari Cooper. They've got a second round pick, a third, a fourth, a fifth. A sixth from the Bengals, that's conditional, and a seventh. Jeez. And that it. That all they got. Yeah, but he needs to go for a thousand yards. <laughs> well, the good news is, at least he'll have a high draft pick in round two. Simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Hmm. Anyway, that's uh, Amari Cooper. So, congratulations, Amari Cooper. So, can we talk about the. the can we quickly talk about the, the other side of that trade? Raiders have now got three first round picks next Ooh. year. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, it's starting to make a bit more sense. They might have the first overall pick and two other first they rounders. They won't have the they first overall the first pick. Currently, the Giants are sitting in first overall. Yeah, but they're going to be, be the cards. They'll be top five. They'll be the cards. It'll yeah, be the cards. <laughs> they'll be top five mm-hmm. with Absolutely. no pass rush and no one's able to catch. Well, see, if they've got these three three first round picks, they could pick up a pass rusher, a wide receiver, and maybe a quarterback. You know. No, because apparently Derek Carr's not on the chop block, but everyone but else is. Well, he is. That, uh, apparently, he is. I've heard he's absolutely not on the chopping block unless someone off- unless someone yeah. offers him th- three first round picks. Because he has officially been told three first round picks for a checkdown machine. I don't think that's going to happen. No, yeah. no. Maybe like, you're looking for desperate teams, aren't you? We'll probably talk about it later, but the Jags are a prime example of a team that's desperate for Absolutely. any if sort someone, of upgrade. Derek someone, Carr would be an upgrade. Someone, well, yeah, yeah, 100%. Just, no, 100%. Just, I absolutely would. Not just. Not just. Not just. Not Again, just. you're not taking the DeLorean to pick up Derek Carr, all right? Yeah, he's also, we've also talked, we've been hammering his wide receiver for the last two. That's his yeah. number one option. You're as good as your catchers are. Who else are has he got? Jordy Nelson. Yeah, you got Jordy Nelson. How many of his throws go about two feet ahead of Jordy Nelson because he can't <laughs> run anymore? If you put if you put Antonio Brown on that team, you'd be talking about Derek Carr being yes. a good quarterback. There's talk of Demarius Thomas going to the Raiders because oh, yeah, be he's on the chopping block. He is on the chopping. next next season. I think the Ra- uh, Broncos have to pay him fourteen million, which they're not going to pay him. Yeah, but he's also a thirty-one year old wide 30. receiver. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They're but he's a possession sh- wide receiver. Yeah, well, so they can pick him up now for almost nothing, and then he'll be on. Three million quid cut, so it makes sense for him to do that. Oh, it makes sense for the the for the um, Broncos to actually get something for him. But you're not going to get more than a fourth rounder for a thirty year old receiver. Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. Who's being overpaid at the moment? Yeah, yes, under, under performing. Mm. Yeah. Emmanuel Sanders is the only good receiver you got at the moment. Uh, Cortland Sanders. Hey, Cortland Sanders. Sanders is a work in progress. Emmanuel mm. Sanders is the best quarterback we've got at the moment. I think you'll find. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, yeah. So we, yeah, it's good news for the Raiders because they have got more draft picks. Unfortunately, it's John Gruden at the helm. He didn't do a great job last. Well, start this season with a draft, picking up people like Colton Miller. No. And then Christian Hackenberg picking him up, then releasing him. Martavis Bryant. They pick did, up, did release, the same Bryant release. as well, didn't they? Yeah, it's just messing about with stuff, you know. I think he just wants the players that he wants for his culture. It's a shame our resident raider isn't here because I'd like to hear what he's got to say. Mm. But we'll find out eventually, guys. He'll be in. He'll be in at some point in the near future. I think. I think that if look, without being funny, I think I. I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl at the start of the season. So I don't mind them going into rebuild mode and actually 
is something that we've talked about previously that I had frustrations with the Chargers about was yeah. we weren't good enough to win a Super Bowl but we were good enough to win between 7 and 9 games a season which meant we never had high enough draft picks what they're doing now is full rebuild I have no problem with that if you don't think you're going to win so if you do that you you get assets look at the Rams look at the Eagles these teams that acquired assets picked up the right people and go there you can talk about Gruden missing this year that's absolutely fine that that's valid but actually what they're doing now is what you need to do to be successful in this league unless you're the Patriots so do you reckon there's the potential <laughs> that this was constantly the plan for Gruden all along get rid of everything that they've got for a mass pick they weren't good go enough he, they, they he weren't good enough decision, didn't he, they weren't good team. enough to win a Super Bowl so is that and why he signed a 10 year deal so he can just say okay let's rip it all apart let's break it down yeah yeah. Um, he's there for Vegas yeah 2020 <laughs> They're going to be good enough by 2020 because the they're going to be a very, very young no. team. He's there 10 a years. Very young team. They could be good in five years. Yeah, but how young are the Rams? And I can't see them losing this season. <laughs> Aaron, yeah. Aaron Donald might be the best player in the league. He's 26 or 20, 25, 26. Yeah. yeah. Jared Goff's 23. Yep. Or 24, sorry. 10, 24 yeah, this week. Gurley can't be over 25. Yeah, Gurley's 25. Yeah, Hakeem Talib's, what, 34, though? Yeah. Yeah, but so, they've, yeah, just, they're they've only just they're acquired him. They were decent no, last year. He's a stopgap, isn't he? You, know, you, you bring him in to win the Super Bowl, yeah, and then you can move him on afterwards. Yeah. That's what the Patriots do. Every yeah. Year. So I don't. I think it's a young. It's a young person's league now. So the way it's going, the pace of play, the way that plays are being called now, it's a young person's league. But they just need. To, if they don't hit on these three, uh, these three draft picks, because yeah. Khalil Max twenty five, like, like Amari Cooper's twenty five. If they if they miss on those guys. Or on on the picks that they've traded for those guys, it, it, Gruden's not going to be in a job in five years. It'd be Nick no. Bosa, seemingly. Oh, if they have the number. Well, one there are pick. a lot of defensive yeah. players in this next draft coming up. So, well, Bosa's not playing anymore. Yeah, so. he pulled out no. of the um, championship game. Mm. He's not playing the rest of the season. Mm. Um, yeah, I think the reason. Uh, just one quick thing, actually, about the Amari trade was that there was there's news reports that Philly was offering a second round pick yeah I heard that and that's why Dallas had to up it to a first rounder yeah well you would if it's in division yeah they didn't want the Eagles to get him no. so there we go the Eagles there we go him. congratulations to John Gruden on uh, getting a first round pick back yeah from a lot, do you know what second round he's done that second round uh, do you know what they probably would have taken that second round pocket. but yeah. a second round pick for Amari Cooper with Alshon Jeffrey as your number one receiver mm. I'm not mad at that trade I'm mad at a number, you going with no no other assistance and trading for a fir- first first rounder. Let's move on then to another well, one of the, the few good bits of uh, Arizona, and that's Patrick Peterson. Mm-hmm. The reports are that he's demanding a trade before the October thirtieth deadline. Okay. Uh, obviously, Steve Wilkes has to come out and say that he is not. Uh, entertaining any uh, mm-hmm. trade offers for Patrick Peterson damn right you are if someone comes in with it 28 years old one of the top five cornerbacks in the league probably yep. I would say so I want him in Denver I'll be straight <laughs> up seriously uh, yes where is it well they think he could potentially be going to either the Saints the Patriots the uh, Saints have just signed or the Eagles the Saints have just signed a safety and they've got they have to sign like Eli Apple yeah, yeah, but the Saints are also. He went. To, he also went to LSU, so Saints would make sense because he's mm. obviously comfortable in that region. But where were the other two places? Sorry, Jim. Well, it was New England and Philadelphia. I like New England. 
I'd like him in New England. Antonio Brown sent out a tweet asking for him to come over to Pittsburgh as well, which I would love. Yeah, I'd love to have Patrick. Peterson it's rare these there. guys are on. It's rare these guys are available. Um, yeah. You know, the last time I sort of remember was the um, was when Revis was at the Bucks after his big contract and sort of was underperforming, and then all of a sudden everyone remembered how good Revis was. Um, <laughs> yeah, he. He'd be an addition to a great addition to any team. Yeah, he's, he's um, walking straight into a starting lineup. But what he? does he want? Does he want to trade for money because he's twenty eight and this is probably going to be his last big contract? No, he's got a base salary of eleven million yeah. this year and next year. So any team's got to have uh, to make cap space. Yeah, to get the move or, done. Or does he want to go and win a Super Bowl like Revis did? Well, that's the that's the big question. I think at this stage in his career, he probably wants a ring. Right. Okay. That's just my conjecture. I don't know. I haven't spoken to him yet. I'm um, going to have a look at him tonight. But uh, yeah, I don't think that he's in it for the money. I think he's probably made enough and probably just sick and tired of losing all the time in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, it's not been fun for him. You know, he um, he just missed the Super Bowl um, run for them. Yep. Um, they looked competitive for a couple of years, like they could do something with the, you know, with the likes of Calais Campbell there. Um, Matthew. Matthew yeah. was great as well. It's just been a slow, inexorable slide down the hill, hasn't it, for the yeah. Cardinals over the last couple of years? They let old players get older. They let young players move on. Yeah, and Bruce Arians now looks like a genius. What for leaving? <laughs> yeah, just at the right moment going. Nah, <laughs> he doesn't because he I'm had out. one of the most talented rosters in in the NFL at one point. Got to a Super Bowl. That's yes, not enough. No, I know. But who? At, who, Ari- who? 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 Arians. Yeah, he didn't get into the Super Bowl. Steelers. No. No, it wasn't Aaron. Probably with the Steelers at that point. Wasn't yeah, he? I think he was at the Steelers. Oh, okay. he got to the championship game, didn't he? Yeah, that was yeah the all yeah. or nothing season. Yeah, and it went very quiet as soon as they lost that game. <laughs> the beginning of the end. Yeah, that was the season before the all or nothing series because they were oh yeah, the sorry, yeah, series. that's right. Um, that yeah. all or nothing's the uh, the curse for NFL teams, isn't it? Yeah, but that was when they had one of the most. <laughs> they went know, into the playoffs and lost against Green Bay, didn't they? Deep, that's right. That was when they had one yeah. of the most deep rosters in the league. Mm. Um. Yeah, I and Carson Palmer. They, they, they. This is again. This is a team that they. If they don't make this trade, they're making the wrong decision because they're a team that's clinging on to. He is a twenty-eight-year-old cornerback. He, you, without being funny, that team is not three years away from winning a Super Bowl. No, put a zero after that. Yeah, they're they're nowhere near it. So what you can do is expedite that process. You've said thirty. Ha ha. Probably closer to the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, if you can get a first or second round pick, or first and third, or two, a second and third, or whatever it is, probably a first round or second and third or second and fourth, that gives you a chance to add to revitalize your team by adding new talent. Mm-hmm. And I think t- I think teams need to do this more often. They do it in other sports in America where they have the same process, draft and trade processes. They do it in so many other teams that where you get rid of key players on contract years to rebuild your system they just don't do it enough in the NFL and I don't know why more teams don't do it they need to this this is an opportunity for them to restock and restart you've got some talented players you've got Chandler Jones who's there on a decent contract you've just signed in long term mm-hmm. he is a building block he is a centrepiece to your defence Peterson now is 28 on a contract year like it's, yeah, get it's rid of him get rid of him especially if he wants to go yeah 
If you can get a couple of draft, you're right. You need multiple he picks will for him. Yeah, not first round, but maybe a second and a third, like you said, second and fourth. Second, yeah, probably a second and fourth for him. But it's because the salaries you got to move across, yeah, he's yeah. better for them. Probably, it's probably better for them rather than getting a first or a second. It's better for them to get, you know, maybe a two, three, and a four, or a two, That's four, rich. Five, or something. It's because like of the, va- the It's but just the, the more picks just that the they value. get because they're so shallow in terms of talent. If they can just pick up numbers pick up number of picks that would do them better than just picking up a one maybe I know they're not going to pick yeah, up yeah. one but that yeah absolutely absolutely I think second and fourth could be could be an option maybe second and a fifth but it's but at least they've got their quarterback of the future <laughs> Sam Bradford looks deep looks like a Carson Palmer's coming back yeah <laughs> it's um they they need to rebuild and they they need to re- rebuild quickly because if they are if they're all in on on Rosen which obviously it's too early to say but if they believe mm. in him within that organisation, well, they need to the they need to rebuild because so. Kirk looks good as a as a rookie. Chandler Jones is one of the best pass rushers in the league. Um, you know, you've got rid of Matthew, you've got rid of these other talented players. You need to, you know, Buda Baker's a second year player. He's looking good. I think he leads the league in tackles. Um, they've got some pieces and they've got some young pieces. They need to add more to it because there's no point in just lose winning three games a season because your cornerback can lock up a wide receiver. Like the problem is the rest of the team can't do anything. Mm-hmm. That like true. to be frank, absolutely. I want to talk about one of our favourite quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's coming over to London this weekend. We're going to go and see him, King. Christ, uh, he's playing the Super Bowl champions. The Philadelphia Eagles are facing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, Cody Kessler. Cody Kessler. No, actually, <laughs> no, he's not. He's not starting this week. They've gone back to Blake. Mm. So, what do we reckon, guys? Blake Bortles, who we knew was a bit of a liability going into the season, mm-hmm. but they rolled with him anyway, and uh, they're reaping what they sow, as far as I can see, because in last week's game, he got benched. <sighs> benched, sir. Yeah. That's bad. When you're a Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback... And you're getting benched. Yeah, that's not good. They've put up with you for all the other performances. So, but this one against the Texans was too much. The general consensus is defenses win games, and not in Jacksonville. <laughs> They've got a solid defense, but they're just not winning. Mm. It's, it's, I want to say it's somewhat of a mystery, but it's just not. They're just not converting third downs. I've never seen a team who don't convert third downs as who convert third downs as badly as they do. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got. You can have the best defense in the world as well. If, you, if yeah. they're on the field for forty-five minutes a game, they're going to concede points. Yeah, hundred percent. That's just due to fatigue. It's not due to them being any worse than they were in the first quarter. The the the, the problem I have with Blake Bortles is he just uh, he used to do things every now and again. You'll see a quarterback who will they'll be solid and they'll be okay, and they'll just do a stupid thing every now and again. Andy Dalton again is a similar thing. He's yep. bang average. Every now and again, we'll do something. We go, yeah, it was really good, and then he'll bounce the ball off his O line's helmet or something like that, and it'll be an interception. Dal- Dalton's miles better than Bortles, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I agree, a hundred percent. But it's those stupid things where every quarterback will do them. That's all Bortles is seeming to do at the moment. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Three interceptions a week before this. He had a fumble in each half. He just is seemingly all he's doing is making mistakes. I just don't like the fact as well. He looks like he's regressed just from a fundamental standpoint his mechanics in the pocket look awful he looks like he's seeing ghosts he's not stepping up and he's not driving the ball 
it's it, you know he, it he doesn't look like an NFL quarterback at the moment. They've no. done so much work on him as well. They've had coaches in to try and help him out. They've yeah made improvements on the O line. The O line yeah. isn't bad. It's not like I mean when when Denver had um, Simeon, mm-hmm. Simeon was hearing footsteps and you could see it. You know his head was rushing around in every direction, thinking I'm going to get hit. I'm going to get hit. I'm going to mm-hmm. get hit. Bortles shouldn't be getting hit. Their O line is okay. It's not one of the worst. It's not the best. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But he looks like someone who's got the jitters. He looks like someone who's sitting on a washing machine as he's about to throw because he's looking. He just looks panicky. And you just think, what is wrong with you? Yeah, mm. I think part of that's just confidence as well. That's the worst thing. I think Simmons was at least it, there was rationale behind it. I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 I 100%. think that um, was terrible. I think that you know he he's just not confident at the moment, and and even when he was confident and he had a decent year, was it last year or the year before? Uh, he um he's, he's sort of towards the end of last season, he realised he could run. And he was getting sort of 120, 130 rushing yards towards the end of last season per game. Yeah. Um, I think there was one game, it might have even been against the Patriots mm. towards the end of the season. No, it wasn't. It was against the um, Steelers. They played the Steelers and I think they beat you at the end of last season. And yes. he ran for like 160 or something stupid like that. He's, so he's, he's a mo- actually he's been a very consistent. I know it's really weird, but I looked up his stats earlier. And they're really, really consistent. You wouldn't think so because you can see him. But it's a similar thing. Troughs, it's a similar thing with season, Tannehill. Similar thing with Tannehill. You look at Tannehill. His stats are very consistent, but he never wins the game. He never wins you. I'm, I'm not talking about Tannehill specifically now, but he never wins you the game. He'll do you okay, and someone else will do something that wins the game, and his stats will be padded because someone else will do something brilliant. You'll never see Bortles win a game for. They don't the need Jags. that though. They don't need a quarterback who can go and win the game for them. What no, they need to at win the moment one every now and again would be useful. Not to lose in the game. That's that's yeah, to win one every now and again would be quite useful though. I just think that defense is good enough to win most games. I think mm. unfortunately you just need a quarterback who's, who's. Yeah, but he's that's not putting up points. He's not content. If, if they got fourteen down, points a game, they they will win seventy percent of their games. That that defense is that good. A good defense needs to have time to rest, and that's that means that the mm. offense needs yeah. to be good enough to sustain the drive. Yeah, and that's not that's what he's not doing. Normally, what you see with teams with sorry Jim to cut in there is you see teams with great defenses. What they tend to do is rely on the run. Yeah, um, and occasionally and occasionally lead on 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 the quarterback. They just need to move the chains to, to keep keep the opposing offense off as much as they can and he, the normal marker is what 14 17 points yeah we're going to win the game it's that simple so yeah, if, and, and if, they're not they're not getting more than 10 they are weaker at wide receiver they did get rid of the allens Moncrief. over the offseason yeah they got Moncrief yeah doesn't cut it <laughs> <laughs> they, they could be well, I like Moncrief so you get a phone call from either of you two get a phone call from Shai Khan saying what do I do what do I do boys <laughs> do I keep late bottles or what I know he's the owner and he probably wouldn't ring you it'd probably be the GM but <coughs> for argument's sake he's the only one whose name I can remember Tom Coughlin the yeah so Tom Coughlin hits you up on WhatsApp and says right what, what do I do what's going yeah. on with uh, Blake Bottles what would you say do you keep Bottles do you build for, go for someone else I would, I would offer I'm offering a f- no I'm not getting Kaepernick in because he's he as much as I think he, he can play it's not the baggage at all oh, I don't care about is. the baggage I don't care about that. It's his performances. He is also erratic. I don't want another erratic quarterback. What I want, what I'm doing is I'm phoning the Jacksonville, uh, sorry, I'm phoning the Philadelphia Eagles and I'm offering them a fifth round pick for Nick Foles and saying, interested. And they'll say it on your bike. For a fifth fifth rounder? For a backup quarterback? Are you joking? Yeah, they'll say on your bike. Would they? Yes. Super Bowl MVP? Yes. I don't care. 
<laughs> well, they do. I don't think they take a fifth rounder for the for backup. I think last year proved how important a good backup quarterback is Absolutely to a team. Can be. They want to win a Super Agreed. Bowl. I think if you go a bit richer than that, maybe a third, you're laughing. I'm not trading a third round pick for a for a backup quarterback. I think the problem they've got here is, is the fact that they went and drafted him so high in the first place. You know, Blake Bortles was a third overall pick. Third or fourth, yeah. Third or fourth overall third pick. Third round. No, third overall. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's what I mean. They they reached up for him. They they saw something there and they went for it. And they've invested he, a lot of time and, you know... Was he erratic in college? Fifth year now. Was he one of those guys you look he at be- and go, he's he got barely raw talent? Court. He barely but. played quarterback before college. He was a tight end or a linebacker. Yeah. Um, he was then converted when, while either in his senior year of high school or th- as a freshman in college. Um, why, and yeah, why? he was erratic in college, but he played, I think it was... Because um, was it Josh so Allen? He played in Florida, but he was. Um, Josh Allen was erratic Florida, in college, wasn't he? In Florida, huh? Josh Allen was erratic in college. He, didn't, he was playing for Wyoming and had a relatively low um, completion rate. Yeah, but he, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also played with Dud. Yeah, wide 100%. receivers. He played so was it, Central was Florida. It, yeah. Was it the yeah. same? Florida, there you go. Was it the same with um, Bortles? Then was he playing with no ones? What is Central Florida? Is it, is it Big Twelve? Is it? Is it I can't decent remember what college conference they play in, but they're not they're not one of the elite guys. It's not Florida. He wasn't, he wasn't it's not Florida State. He was one of the the top quarterback pros. Yeah, and nailed on. You know, it wasn't like an Andrew Luck or you know even yeah. Sam Bradford Still when he got third. picked. It was like oh wow, yeah, definitely he's going to be number one. Yeah, it wasn't like that. Blake was in the conversation as one of the quarterbacks that could go first round. Mm. Jacksonville were perennially picking that high anyway. And they went with Blake Bortles. They they made the decision. They wanted a kind of Big Ben-esque uh, quarterback that could stand up in the pocket, take hits, and, uh, and took a chance on him. It's his fifth year now, and he has been unbelievably consistent. It's just yeah. the the bar of consistency isn't great for him, you know. Uh, <laughs> typically, he's getting around 22, 23 touchdowns and about 15 30. interceptions. 13 seconds. This season, he's done nine touchdowns to eight interceptions. Uh, fumbled it twice. Uh, he's actually rushing more as well, which just shows that he's not yeah. confident in throwing it. So he's having to scramble. Um, I looked on ESPN.com's uh, ranking, QBR ranking stats for quarterbacks. Blake Bortles is 24th out of 33 quarterbacks that they judged. Nathan Peterman's not in there. <laughs> um, maybe he doesn't count. Jesus, but, uh, who is but, uh, it? Puts who him is, in the bottom ten. Who is directly below him? Who's the one place below him? C.J. Bethard. Wow. So Blake okay. Bortles has a QBR quarterback rating of forty-seven point five. Uh, he's just behind Alex Smith with forty-seven point seven, and uh, just above C.J. Bethard forty-four point eight. So anyone below that, Derek Carr. For anyone who doesn't know, Eli Manning, Case Keenum. You like that? Easy. It's not. It's not me saying this. Baker Mayfield's underneath that. So for, any, for anyone who doesn't know, Sam what's, Darnold, what's Josh the Rosen, Ryan Tannehill, and Josh Allen's at the bottom. What's this? What's for the, QBR? What's, yeah. What's the standard? What would you say is good? Ninety is well, very good. The best this season. No, no, no. Season. Not, not the not the best. Where I'm you, just telling you, you look, as a marker. Just, where you just say anything above this is decent. So above eighty, above ninety. What, what, I think what's, it's above sixty-five or something. Well, no. You look at it right now, the the top QBR in the league right now is Patrick Mahomes at 84.9. Okay. Drew Brees, 82.9. What's um, Brock Osweiler got? <laughs> He's not on there. He's played 2 1 2. Yeah, I know, but this is a. Uh... It's not. He's not on there. I don't oh, know what to tell you. Shocking. Take it up with ESPN.com. They I haven't will. updated I'll, their I'll, figures. I'll text the. Uh... 
I'll text Mr. Espen now. <laughs> Joe Espen, uh-huh. Esquire. <laughs> Tony, just give me an example because I remember him having relatively high, but obviously Romo was not in the conversation as one of the best quarterbacks in the league no. when he played. Yep. His career QBR is 97. Wow. Okay. Career. So mm, Fair play. Don't have the judgment this season. Obviously, it's got to accumulate. I remember there was a, a game that we played last season. I think it was against Buffalo. It was against Buffalo, and we lost. Denver, we lost. Um, and Simeon came out, and he had a quarterback rating of three. That's pretty good. <laughs> I was expecting less. Three. <laughs> yeah, Brady's career is 97.6. Yeah, he's bang average. Bortles' career average QBR is 45.3. Yeah, just to give you an example. Mm. So, just looking at the Bortles draft, he was third, Jim. You're absolutely correct. Woo. Fifth was Khalil Mack. Oh, seventh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> seventh was Mike Evans. Yeah. Pro yeah. Bowl wide receiver. We already saw quarterbacks, though. Well, okay. You ready? Next quarterback taken in that draft, you boys will love this, was 22nd overall. Do you know who it was? 22nd overall, what year? 2014 uh, no Manziel Johnny Manziel <laughs> wow Johnny Manziel football. was the second quarterback taken just for those that didn't see that because obviously it's a podcast oh, King that... just threw up the money maker sign I did throw the money maker third, <laughs> the third quarterback taken in the first round was Teddy Bridgewater yeah at the end uh, mm-hmm. last pick of the draft second, yeah. um, the fourth pick in the second round was Derek Carr who has been a pro bowler as a QB. Do you know that's sweet, Dave? Sorry. I think really the, annoying. <laughs> I think the best um, quarterback in this draft, though, I think we can all agree, barring injury so far this season, is the 62nd pick, Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh, Nelly. Yes, I think so. <clears throat> a hindsight draft would put that boy right at the well, top. Well, I think it's hilarious that New England Patriots took him with a second round pick, even with Tom Brady, and they, <laughs> they, hit, they were the team that hit on a quarterback. Oh, it's just ridiculous. They well, scout quarterbacks, you can tell that. They do, they they take one in every draft. Which is what every team should do. Every single draft they take Keep one. Keep saying it. Did they, did they take Keep one last year? Hmm? Did they take one last year? Yeah, yeah. Carl Loletta. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And then did, ditched yeah. him because Brady Oh my God, they missed the on everyone. There. Odell Beckham was 12th. Aaron Donald was 13th. Yeah, Aaron Donald's massive. Taylor Lewan was though. 11th. Again, they were Zach going Mike for a quarterback. Was 16th. <laughs> yeah, but... Jim's guy, Ryan Shazier, was 15th. Yeah, they could have had a great player. And they got I know. Billy Bortles. Again, it's not the best available, was it? They were going for a position. No, but they, they could have had Khalil Mack in the first round and then Jimmy G in the second. <laughs> yes, again, <Jeez>. hindsight draft <laughs> would have been brilliant for them. Well, they need wide receivers. They could have Beckham. Yeah, but I do round. love a hindsight draft. Oh, oh they're great. And you just pick on a team and go, you mugs, you pick him. Is that <laughs> what, what are you doing? Amari <laughs> Cooper at fourth overall. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. You're having a bubble. 2014 draft. Eric as far Fisher. As go, they Eric Fisher, give me a break. <laughs> Luke Jokel number two mm. Jesus yummy mm. okay so that's uh, enough of Blake I mean yeah Nick Foles would be an option I guess you're right where else Kaepernick are you going apart from one. Foles so you're you're going with Foles where are you going I Jim? wouldn't mind going Kaepernick just because it'd be some sort of lift for okay. the team Kaepernick's the easy answer I ruled it out where else are you going Nathan Peterman <laughs> I <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. I I actually think you might be looking at draft again. I okay. think you know. Is anyone decent coming up in next year's draft? I can't I've see. Not there's not enough goodness there in in the uh, in the backup position or in free agency. Mm. If you're not going to take someone like Kaepernick, then I think you have to start looking at the draft. 
and okay. really scouting that position. It's pretty clear that's the one thing you really need now. And maybe another wide receiver in Jacksonville. They've got everything else there in place. They were one quarter away, less than a quarter away from getting into the Super Bowl last year. In we know we know what the problem was last year. Paul, they didn't address it. It's still the problem now. Mm. Yeah. And just to give you an idea, sorry to look at just jumping back on the stat train again. Seventy two <laughs> touchdowns, thirty interceptions. Completion percentage of fifty nine point eight, so around the sixty percent marker, and a career passer rating of eighty eight point nine. Just to just to throw in two thousand three hundred rushing yards and thirteen touchdowns. Kaepernick's QBR yep. is eighty eight point nine. Ah, lovely. And Blake Bortles is what forty five? Do you say? Yeah, forty five point three two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Go figure. Yeah. One of them's in the league. One of them's not. <laughs> One of them are watching this weekend. Politics, eh? I oh, know. Don't yeah. you just love it? <laughs> Want to talk about some other stupid plays uh, over the last week? Uh, I got to watch one live. Oh, oh don't! This about first. makes me angry. This is the Tennessee Titans. It's pathetic. <laughs> they moved to a one-point deficit last Sunday at Wembley Stadium against the LA Chargers. Still, LA Chargers king. Um, had a chance just to knock the extra point and with 30 seconds remaining uh, go for overtime see how it goes they decide to go for two throw it pass interference call alright we took a chance didn't work get another go but instead of just kicking the point they tried it again throwing <laughs> it into a crowded part of the end zone didn't work and it wasn't even close that's the no. thing it wasn't as though it was tipped or it wasn't as though it went through his hands it wasn't even close no is it that they had a flight booked? Is that what it is? It might have been that, yeah, trying to beat the traffic. Because yeah. obviously no one was leaving while it was still a tight game. I, Insane. Can you explain that to me, King? Why would you go for two points? I understand maybe the first time. Mm. But once the first time didn't work, you maybe take that as you know a sign that you need to get off the field and just wait for overtime. Yeah, I, th- I like the decision if you're a high-powered offence. So if you're the... <laughs> yeah. if you're the sp- or if you're going to run it with Derek Henry. Yeah, if you're not from Tennessee. Yeah, or yeah. Dion Lewis, who kept converting third downs. Yeah. Like, the, you had options. Um, but you look at teams that have done it, you know, in the past. You had... This is when Carl was actually decent, when he had Crabtree and Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. When they went for it, I think it was against the Saints. Yeah, that was a gutsy call. Gutsy call, went and got the win. But they had Amari Cooper at that point, we all were talking about as being actually talented. He was then. Amari Cooper, uh, sorry, Crabtree in the red zones, you know, dynamic. And and um, Latavius Murray was a was a stout run, runner at that point. So yeah. they had options there. You know, if, if it was the Patriots, if it was the Steelers, you know, one of those teams, I have no issue if they want to go for that because actually you're, you're putting it on your offense and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You can live by that and die by that, but... I wouldn't necessarily say that the Titans are a high-powered offense. It was pretty slow going mm. watching that game for, uh, for the Titans. I don't mind. They, the they went behind early. I mean, they were behind for the whole game. Now, yeah, the second half to draw they, they had the momentum. So if you yeah. if you've got the momentum going into the end of a game, you're thinking, well, let's go into overtime and let's can continue that momentum and get the first score and then deny them. That's it. Seems logical. If you're behind, if it was the other way around and the Chargers had been behind for. You know, most of the game not playing well, etc., and then they're going for it. Or even if it was times that did that, then yeah, you get it. But they were on top. Just kick the point and go for it in overtime. I think they're on top most of the game. The the chart, the, the actual win for the Chargers is slightly warped in the fact that they basically started the game seven 0 up. Yeah, first yeah, play, seventy five yard touchdown. Yeah, 
So, but I, the Chargers did what the Chargers haven't done for a while. You won ugly. So from that point of view, and it's... and the Chargers struggled in the fourth quarter to retain that lead because Gordon wasn't playing. Yes, and actually, if you have Melvin Gordon there, I think they'd have seen that through. I don't oh, think it yeah. would have been as close, but it's, um, yeah, I think that you know the Titans. I understand, I understand what you're saying, and I I completely agree with you. Once you, once you mess up the first the first attempt, um, yeah, you've then got a you've got to rethink it and, and take it to overtime. I, I don't know what's like that because obviously it goes down to a coin toss at that point and it's, you know, you've got a chance to get burnt again over the top for a 75-yard touchdown. But Yeah, they weren't stopping anything over the top, to be fair. But no. no. The, it didn't mean that the Chargers were going for it all the time. They could have kept using that, but they weren't going long very often. So, a bit of a head-scratcher there. They changed their game when they got up quite heavily didn't they and that was disappointing mm. I think some, you know you, you look at the teams that have been successful you know even last year the before he got injured with Wet, uh, before Wentz got injured the Eagles were putting up computer game stats against yeah. teams for, for no reason other than they could um, and then that just alleviates the pressure at the end of the game where it's like oh actually they're coming same back as, towards us same as the Chiefs this season Chiefs yeah absolutely yeah. Chiefs some would say example. that they're white hot oh I think some they would. should yeah Bengals fans probably are as well now it's yeah it's so. true <laughs> do you know what else the Chargers did this weekend what's that played in front of a big crowd okay. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't freeze with nerves because they're so not used to it mind you they do they do play in Denver twice uh, well, I hope they season, move and so. I hope they move to London 27,000 seat stadium I have no reservations on supporting them you can fit the StubHub capacity in less than half of Wembley Stadium mm. you can fit the StubHub capacity in my back garden <laughs> <laughs> Well, even the old uh, San Diego Stadium only held 70,000, so Wembley's bigger only. than... The, only 70,000. I, I 70, mean, compared 000. to the over 80,000 you get at Wembley. Yeah. It was 84,000. Yeah, it's still a big stadium. The thing is, you're, when's, when's the state, new stadium in LA going to be ready? Is it next season? Season after? Mm, probably a couple of years. Probably, probably, probably yeah. equipment. It's out. okay for the Rams, because, I mean, they're selling yeah, they're out the, their, their Olympic Stadium. but yeah. uh, They weren't. And now they're amazing. Now they are, yeah. Like Easily. They've got the season tickets at UN. <laughs> big, co- big coincidence, that. Well, it's now the young kids. Good. It's the young kids. Yeah. The, the kids that weren't born when they were there before. You had the nostalgic fans that came back. Yeah, that were there Some, Without being funny, some of those had died out because it had been, been a while. That's <laughs> just facts. Gangland shootings. It's, it's you know. just... Oh, LA is pretty similar. dangerous. You, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> LA is a dangerous place. I um, But, you know, you've got those people all of a sudden now. You've got to choose... If you're 13 years old and you've got to pick a team in LA, I know who I'm choosing. <laughs> I know who I'm choosing. Well, we know you ain't choosing the Chargers. No. Are you, are you officially now not a Chargers fan? I'm I know just, you want to be a Bills fan. I'm, Maybe Nathan no, Beatman no, stopping no, no, that no. final move. <laughs> I'm not going to be a Bills fan. You love the Bills, though. I do no, not like the Bills. The, the thing Bills. is, he's going he's gonna to support any team that comes to England because everyone knows he's a patriot. He loves <laughs> teams who play in England. Some would say he's a patriot. Many have said he's a patriot. Well, because <laughs> I, pick pick a patriot. I pick the Patriots to win games. They've <laughs> been in I'm three of the last four Super Bowls. Of course I pick them to win games. Have you, That's you, ridiculous. Because <laughs> I pick the Patriots, I'm just and like, I think Belichick and Brady, who've won the most, who've won the most Super Bowls ever, are great. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, yeah, they were. Yeah, they've fine. Silly decision. What's the next one? <laughs> well, the other one was the Giants uh-huh. last night against the Falcons. Mm-hmm. They had a chance. I mean, they were twenty to twelve down. Mm-hmm. Um, under five minutes remaining, so it's twenty to six. Under five minutes remaining, mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley scores a touchdown, pulls them back to twenty to twelve. Mm-hmm. Sherman then goes for two points that would have worked or well, got them to win the score. That failed, um, and then they got back down again 
and uh, on the goal line they tried twice with a quarterback sneak that did not work no and it just burned the clock down it took forever as yeah, well yeah it took a minute off the clock basically yeah uh, it left them no time uh, when they took their final kickoff it's mm-hmm. five seconds they had left or something yeah. like that mental um, they, play calling yeah they didn't just um, they didn't just try a little onside kick and try and get the ball back they sort of hoofed it over the first line and then the clock ran out and everyone sort of went oh that, well, well game's <laughs> Congratulations. over then, I guess. That, that's that <laughs> it only works if you pick it up and score a touchdown with it yeah I mean it in all honesty, they just ran the clock down. For seeming, it's kind of like they were looking at a clock that no one else was. Like there was an extra minute added on after it, and everyone's yeah. kind of like going, "Hurry up, come on, let's let's you know," mm-hmm. and just kind of ran out. And everyone they got looked surprised that there was no time left in the first half uh, in the final. final. I didn't actually see this game. Did a little. They were trying to do that because they were so they were confident they were going to score and they didn't want to leave any time. Or was it just poor clock management? I'd love to be able to say that it was due to confidence in them being able to score right. it just looked as though they thought there was another quarter left yeah. in the game yeah. there was seemingly zero urgency yeah um, you seen it where well, the first quarter was so boring they probably forgot about it to be honest it was nil nil yeah it was nil nil up until the, s- all the seventh way. minute yeah because yeah. we've seen it before where teams have tried to run the clock out because they think they're going to score or teams have let yeah. like I remember the Super Bowl the Patriots yeah, yeah, yeah. against the Seahawks and yeah. they moved out the way and just let them and, let and Lynch score, tried yeah. to stop himself on the one but kind of fell into the, the end zone was that the one where he ran up to it turned around and he sat down in the end zone yeah but I yeah, think yeah. he didn't realise he could just nail and I don't care if I'm getting a Super Bowl touchdown I'm taking the touchdown I don't, I don't care but it's, it's, um, the play calling calling itself is just really stupid as well because back in April they didn't pick up a quarterback they could have had Sam Darnold they went for Saquon Barkley they've picked okay. up a fairly decent running back though to be fair you're on, yeah but okay so you're on second and goal from three yards out mm-hmm. two yards out and your quarterback sneaking it twice with the problem in your franchise you're not handing it off to Saquon Barkley no or throwing you've a slide wasted, to your best player you've I'm wasted sorry. a minute of time yeah if if the Steelers are on the one and you've got a minute left you're running it first with yeah. Le'Veon if Bell's playing like in or this yeah. hypothetically obviously mm-hmm. if Bell's playing because he never plays but if um if Bell's he playing play. if Bell, well, Bell's playing for someone um, <laughs> if Bell's playing your f- first thing you're doing is running the ball aren't you yeah second thing you're doing well first thing maybe is throw the ball to stop the clock second thing you're 100% doing is putting you're basically giving both your best options a chance to score you a yes yeah. or option number three which I've seen them do a few times as well is fake the run fake to throw to Brown mm-hmm. and give it just to James which is you know the guy's a battering ram so it's one of those three that's definitely what they're doing what you're not seeing is Roethlisberger trying to sneak it twice and wasting yeah, about a no. minute of play it's just a bit just weird so stupid yeah stupid plays by two different teams and they took the loss as a result. Yep. So, boo sucks to you, boys. <laughs> well, it was it was just a very strange game. I was going to move on now and do the picks, King, mm-hmm. but we've got a very tiny felony watch to do. Okay. Felony watch. Yeah, Chad right. Kelly. Yeah, all right. It's Dave's not as bad as it sounds. Right? Swag Kelly. Swag Kelly. So, not swag have you seen Kelly. his swag eyes? Kelly. Not yeah. Swag Kelly. Yeah, they're not looking in the same direction, mate. What's <laughs> going on there? He's always in trouble. He was in trouble at Old Mess constantly. Yep. Yeah, well, well Chad he went Kelly. to the, he went to the last chance U school. 
Oh. Um, before he went to Ole Miss. So he's been uh, he's been tr- in trubs. He's a rich he, kid, that's the problem. Yeah, he was arrested and charged with first-degree criminal trespassing mm. uh, in Englewood, Colorado on Tuesday. Uh, I was there. I was in Englewood last good. year. Englewood uh, up week. to no good. That's the problem. <laughs> True story. <laughs> They're not saying whereabouts he was, like exactly what he was criminally trespassing on. Right, so what it was... Come on, Dave, tell me. Um, what were you doing with him? Well, so we were chilling. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Maxim, relaxing. Cool yeah, in. some of that. Shooting some meatball outside the school? Meatball? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, basically, he was hang- <laughs> he was chilling outside somebody's house. And, um, dog is snoring. He was chilling now. outside someone's house, and apparently it was someone that he had issues with previously. Oh and yeah. They phoned the police because he was hanging outside the ha- hanging outside the house. Police rocked up, and he was no longer outside the house. Right. He was inside the house now. Oh. So the police busted in. <laughs> yeah. Police busted in, um, arrested him, and he's lawyered up and refused to say why he was there, whose house it was, or what the relationship was. Snitches and, get stitches. Uh, yeah, they, so, basically. Uh, <laughs> and at the moment, there's no knowledge of what's happened or why and all that kind of jazz yet yeah, nothing else has been released because it's a relatively new story I like a no comment G yeah that's what I like to see yeah we've got a comment here from John Elway Denver general manager yeah oh he's gone he's almost going to do the accent then. I was gonna... no, but... no go on do an accent no go on please he said we're obviously very very disappointed in Chad and the situation that he's put himself into so we're in the process of getting all the facts and talking to Chad Chad and then we'll figure out exactly which direction we're going to go. Yeah. Obviously disappointed in Chad. When the team has a get-together, which is always a good thing when they get together, and the co- it's like reading the Trump speech, <laughs> and the camaraderie that goes along with being a team. But when you have one person that kind of puts a dent in the whole process, it's very disappointing. We're going to look into this and look into it very seriously because the changes are very, very serious. And we understand Charges. that we will look into this and then make decisions as we go. Said Mr. Concise John Elway. Yeah, but uh, what you didn't, yeah. what you don't know is yet, he's, he's being cut he wrote that in crayon. Judging <laughs> 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 by the way you said it, do you know it, the thing is that's word cut. for word. He's getting cut. Yeah. He's not a starting quarterback, and you took him, I think, with a seventh round pick. Uh, he was round. Mr. Irrelevant. Oh yeah, so they go. He was the round. very, very last pick of uh, the draft. You're out of here. Yeah. So we've picked up a quarterback in. Uh, the off season, I think he was from the Jets. I want to say I can't remember his name. I've never heard of him before, and he's never played a snap. Brilliant. So if we get rid of Kelly, then he is <laughs> the Jets. He's never played a snap. So. Yeah. Maybe like four quarterbacks he'd all take. All they were playing Geno Smith. All <laughs> time. I can't remember <laughs> who it was. Um, but yeah, we traded. It's for a guy I've literally never ever heard of. Um, so I'm sure that Jim's going to be able to pull up who it is and what his record was. Um, or he might be from the Well, he won't have a record if he's... If he's <laughs> yeah, Chad Kelly's got the record. Yeah. His record in terms of <laughs> what he was drafted. If he's taken no snap. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, if he's doing stupid things all the time, then he shouldn't be there. The problem was, it was interesting in pre-season, because, I mean, a pre-season is what it is, but he looked like a little gunsling. He looked very good. And it's a shame that we're not going to be able to see that now. Um, but it is what it is. Well, you've got Case Keenum. You should be fine. Yeah. And... Just- Emmanuel Sanders as well. You've got Kevin Hogan there as a That's quarterback. It, Kevin Hogan. Is that it? Yeah. Kevin Hogan. Mm-hmm. So come on, boys. Tell me about Kevin Hogan. What do you know? <laughs> the silence is deafening. Well, three years Washington, experience we got came out of Stanford. We got him from the skins. Six foot three, 218 pounds. White. What, yeah. Other than that, I don't know. He's got like hair and stuff as well. 
He's got like fingernails. I think he's played a game, so I've got no stats on the boy. Yeah. I know nothing what about him. Here? But we got him from the skins. Um, no, Kevin Hogan came from the Browns. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Yes. No, I'm pretty sure we got him. in Cleveland. He might have done. Uh, I think, that was when I think yeah, we he was got going him. back and forth with uh, four other different quarterbacks. I think we got yeah, him yeah, from the skins. Yeah, they had skins. Cody Kessler and whoever else was playing. Yeah, so I think he was with the skins. It might not have been on their books, but he was with them, the training with, the with them or whatever squad. it was. Yeah. yeah, he was on the practice squad um, with um, yeah. the skins in yeah. 2018. He was with the Browns 16 and 17. He has a career passing yards total of uh, 621 yards. He has four touchdowns and seven interceptions. His pass rating is 61, which is still better than Blake Bortles. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> yeah, the Jags yeah. should go for him. And he's uh, got one rushing touchdown. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's where it is. You've got no other quarterbacks on your roster. No. Stop being in New England. Got Keenum. <laughs> you have got Case Keenum. Yeah. He got taken with a fifth uh, fifth round pick from the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. There you go. And then he was signed to the Browns practice squad, and then he was signed to the active roster, and then he competed with anyway. Cody Kessler when he got injured. Anyway, and was named backup behind Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, yeah. So it looks as though we're going to be in the market for a new quarterback soon. Then again, again, <laughs> we do we do recycle them quite a lot. Yeah, you never know. We might get Derek Carr soon. <laughs> the way things are going in the Raiders, check down. Yeah. Let's move on then, shall we, King? I want to do the mm-hmm. the picks. Mm-hmm. So week seven, you're up against Dave, who is a Seahawks fan. Not that Dave over there. Yeah, but another Dave. Yeah. Uh, how do you think you did? Fourteen games. What would you like to have as a score? Double digits. Double digits. It's always good to get double digits. Yeah. You did get double digits. Boom. You finished 11 and 3. Ooh. Tight. Did I win? No. <laughs> 11 and 3 and I lost. You didn't lose. Oh, you did. It's a sister kisser. Oh. It's a tie. They've also got 11 and 3. We need to pick out some kind of uh, tiebreaker for these. I Again, I don't the know NFL, how you're going to do that. The NFL get doesn't out. like a draw. Get out. We'll, we'll get this. Like we'll get this resolved. You're not playing against me. <laughs> Quick. And if I get it out, this whole room will go dark. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Simmer down. Where you went wrong, King, was you picked the Browns to beat the Bucks and the Bills to beat the Colts. That doesn't look too good anymore. Mm. Uh, however, you picked the Texans to beat the Jags and the Redskins to beat the Cowboys. Dave went the other way. Uh, and the Eagles game, you both got wrong where the Panthers came back from 17 points down to win the game so yeah, yeah. and the Browns should have won that game oh well, yeah should have but didn't so yeah exactly a long another O-tizzle game for them they're loving it it was a bit of a heartbreaker yeah but they, they love their overtime have they played an extra game yet have they <laughs> fully played an <laughs> yeah, they extra would, game yeah they would have done yeah yeah that's the yes. fourth overtime game they've played Jesus in seven Christ. weeks it's yeah. madness isn't it yeah it is madness yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the Browns now. At least it's not a need, loss every week. They you need know, a buy. They Dave, need a buy week. Dave, they would take overtime every week over a loss, which is what they were getting last year. Everyone would. Yeah. <laughs> kind of goes without saying, Jim. Yeah. Well, well you done. say that. Well done. It's good for the Browns. Right, let's do the picks. <laughs> the picks this week, we have another new challenger for you, King. Mm-hmm. Every week's a new challenger. Mm-hmm. This time it is Simon, who's an Eagles fan. Okay. Best of luck, Simon. He's been an Eagles fan for six months. I'm joking. <laughs> it's longer than that. Come on. Yeah. No, he used, to be, he used to be a Patriots Broncos fan. Broncos won the Super Bowl. 
When the Broncos win it, mm. 2015. Oh, right. Was it? When did the Chargers win it? Huh? When did the Chargers no, win it? No, I'm just checking how long you've been a fan, that's all. Because <laughs> <laughs> cause you, can't, you can't accuse me of that. Because we've never won it. This is 1996. <laughs> <laughs> Who's we anymore? You, you must have divorced the Chargers well, by now. I'm an NFL fan. One of those guys who goes to the game with a logo on the shirt. I'm an NFL fan. <laughs> you like Roger Goodell and all the work he's doing. <laughs> That's like being. I just love the rules, man. Those rules are so. I'm just gonna. I'm a catch rule fan. Yeah, you just (laughs) just wear a Pro Bowl shirt with Goodell on the back. (laughs) Oh, I'd love to see that. Two big dollar signs. (laughs) (laughs) Right, let's do the picks. Fourteen games. Mm -hmm. Okay, first up is Thursday night. It's the Miami Dolphins at the Houston Texans. Texans. Both teams got a winning record still. Yeah, Texans. Um, there yeah, was some there was some talk and I've just come back from the States and there was some talk about Thursday night football and the validity of it and whether they'll continue <laughs> with it or not Okay, because the last Thursday night football is the lowest rated <sighs> NFL game in the last 40 years or something yeah but that's because like they that. keep picking teams that they think are going to be good They're well it was also right. because it was LeBron James's first ever game in LA well there you go in LA and it was the World Series um, what was the game? Was the what's no, no. it called? No, it was the final of each of a playoff. I think the yeah. LA Dodgers were, were going uh, Dodgers the final. against the Milwaukee stereotypes. Um, maybe Brewers, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, They're playing the Red Sox. Why? Are we no, they were playing the Maryland now? Cookies. I think it was. Um, what are you yeah, on about? Was, now? I don't know. There were some teams, but they were playing, and they were talking about whether or not there should be a Thursday night football going forward. So, what because they ca- what because yeah, they're competing with LeBron James <laughs> playing a first game for LA. Yeah, so, yeah, but what they were talking who, by the about way, is three whether seconds or not left. Got the three pointer in the middle. Still lost. Yeah. Um, yeah all I saw was the fight. That was literally all I saw. Uh, two guys. Rajon Rondo and Chris Paul. He's got two first names. Don't trust him. Great player though. Chris Paul. Yeah. So you put the Texans. Huh. You put the Texans yeah. in the game. Simon's also put the Texans. Excellent. Just going back to it. Sunday, the mm-hmm. early game. King, we're going to be there. Yeah. It is the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They typically play well in London. They play really well now in London. They do Much play. better than Jacksonville. They do. I'm picking the Eagles, though, because Bortles is not oh, playing very well. and difference. Their running backs are injured, and they uh, don't have any wide receivers, so I'm going to pick... <laughs> Apart from that, I'm going to pick the Eagles. Okay. Well, Simon's an Eagles fan. I mean, you know what happens Mm -hmm. when a challenger comes in. They always pick the other team. Exactly, and that's what he's done this week. I spoke to him today, and he went, yeah, I've picked the Jags. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. He said London experience Mm -hmm. might just pull him through. Obviously, it's the Eagles' first time over here. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. never know. Uh, Next up, then, we've got the Denver Broncos. Mm Mm-hmm. They're at the Kansas City Chiefs. What's uh, what's no? Are, Dave? What Bron- uh, Chiefs? Chiefs are, Chiefs are going to win. Chiefs are going to win. <laughs> next one. What's the next one? What's the next one? I need to go, guys. So I need to. Uh, we need to hurry this up. <laughs> what's, the ne- what's the next one, Jim? It is the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. What did Simon go for on that? He went for the Chiefs, obviously. Slag. I'm going to knock him out. <laughs> next up, it's the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've already Steelers. had a draw this year in week one. Steelers. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the Washington Redskins yep. at the New York Giants. Redskins. Also a Redskins pick mm-hmm. for Simon. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks yep. at Detroit Lions. Oh, it's a tough game. It is a tough game. 
I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. Okay, Simon's gone for Seahawks. Okay. I, like I think that's, that's a proper 50-50 game. <laughs> that I is think. really, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You've got their lucky win against the Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at the Cincinnati Bengals. Got torched last week. They did get torched last week. I wasn't convinced by the... Uh, they got torched by one of the best teams in the league, though. Tampa yeah. Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Going Bengals, yeah. eh? Simon's gone Bucks. Okay. Liking it. Uh-huh. Next up, it's the New York Jets. Kind of stuttering now. They're at the Chicago Bears. Jets at Chicago Bears. Who came a yard away from beating the Patriots. They did. I'm going to go with the Bears. I agree. The Bears. And the Bears. Simon's just said the Bears. Next up, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh-huh. They're at the Carolina Panthers. Ravens at the Panthers. This would also be an interesting game. Mm, not for me it will be I'm going <laughs> to go with the Panthers yeah. but I think that the Ravens are pretty strong actually I'm quite liking them Simon's just gone Panthers mm-hmm. then we've got the Indianapolis Colts at the Oakland Raiders oh good game Colts had a good game <laughs> against the Bills <laughs> this but, could uh, be Raiders off the bye this could be 60 all or 3 all <laughs> yeah I think that the Colts are winning because I think there's just going to be some some inner turmoil within the organisation been a lot of arguing in that mm. uh, that locker room for the Raiders. Yeah, I think the Colts. That is also the reason why Simon's picked the Colts. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the 49ers versus the Cardinals. This is the race to the bottom. Huh. Who's winning this? Cardinals. Oh, God. <laughs> Simon's also gone for the Cardinals, just oh. crossing his fingers that David Johnson has a good game. That's basically yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, three games left. We've got the Green Bay Packers off the bye. They're away to the LA Rams. Rams. Yes, unsurprisingly, also pick the Rams. I I, I fancy I fancy the Packers for that one. Do you? I'm going rogue. I'm going rogue. <laughs> it's the King's pick, you Dave. I know. <laughs> yeah, I've dethroned you before when I've beaten you, so technically, oh, I should okay. be. Uh, I don't bringing that up. I've okay. never lost to you. Yeah, <laughs> football knowledge, why not? Fantasy, fantasy is the real judge of football knowledge, though. It is. In one of my other leagues, I'm seven and zero at the moment. Yeah, but not in the league you're in with me. Yeah, Stop being pedantic. The game, late game, game guys. The late game. Second from bottom is the new first, isn't it? <laughs> if you turn it upside down, I am <laughs> kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> the late game. This is going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a repeat of the NFC Championship. It's the New Orleans Saints at the Minnesota Vikings. Game of the week. Sorry, New Orleans Saints against Minnesota Vikings? Yeah. Oh, good Minnesota game. Minnesota Miracle Revenge match. I'm going with the Vikings in this. Oh, okay. The Vikings. I agree. Pourquoi? I just think defensively they look more stout. Last year, I think that the Saints looked better. They looked like a more rounded team. Okay. Um, I think they look, they're going to put points up, but I like Keenum as well to be able to match him. So yeah, I'm going to go with... Keenum. It's not Keenum, it's not Cousins. Keenum. Sorry, Cousins. I actually knew who I was talking about. But yeah, <laughs> you looked at David, you said it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Keenum. <laughs> no, Cousins. Yeah, I think I fancy Cousins to keep up with them. Okay, we've yeah. got another, another difference there then, because <laughs> Simon's gone for the Saints. Mm-hmm. The Monday night game, it's the New England Patriots mm-hmm. at the Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills. Oh, oh God! Patriots. <laughs> Patriots. Bills, obviously. <laughs> That's got to be hard. It's a real be a tough one. game for yeah. me. It's going to be a hard one for you to pick. It's a real tough game. Head or heart, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is hard. Yeah. Gone with heart. I went with, I went with cock. That was the problem. <laughs> my loins. Um, one question, because I because I, I was away, I did. I haven't read a huge amounts about it. What's wrong with Gronk? Was he just injured, or because he didn't go with the um, the Patriots? So I don't know anything about it. I just heard that he wasn't playing. Don't know. Does what he wants, doesn't he? I don't really read too much into the Patriots unless I can help it. So 
does what he wants. Yeah, all, he, all wants. he reads is Super Bowl winners. That's what he reads for me. <laughs> well, I'm glad I asked the question for this in-depth chat. <laughs> <laughs> you lot should have a podcast. About, about Gronk. Uh, the Falcons, Cowboys, Chargers and Titans are on the bye this week. So those are the games mm-hmm. for week There's eight. There's a fairly good chance that the Raiders are going to be on a bye as well as they get beat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Amari Cooper's having a second bye in a row, so this he's enjoying himself. Love and life. Uh, Just got time to move in. Yeah. That's it, guys. Yeah. That was the week seven mm-hmm. review slash week eight preview done. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, guys, for the ones listening, to make sure to be subscribing to the podcast and um, checking out our YouTube channel uh, and hit us up on Twitter. Make sure you listen on that as well. Um, and there's a couple yeah. of very special videos online, which you can go to jimintheking.com as well. Exactly. You want to tell them about them, Jim? <laughs> Well, there's your report from Denver when you yes. went to Mile High. And nice. where, where are the special videos? Then? They're on YouTube as well, at Jim and the King. No, no, which, which, what's the special ones? Funny. <laughs> and the other, well, one is his report from Denver. I was so high on painkillers. Oh, no, I've seen it. Yeah. What are the special ones? That one is <laughs> such an ass. The other one is my report from last weekend's game. So this weekend, ah. I think it's on you to do a special and yes. report from Wembley okay. yeah the, make the it special Jacks. come on yeah make it, make special, it special special boy if you want <laughs> if you want I'll do it yeah go on I yeah. challenge thee yeah mm-hmm. you, you, it's going to be very easy to make your editing slightly better than mine because I think there's one part where I actually zoomed into a guy's arse by accident <laughs> when I was coming up the stairs I oh, know it'd be, it'd be really easy for me to do the editing because I don't do any of the editing so no doubt I just pressed pause and then carried on to the next one with a piece of software put them all together so. I had to cut oh, yeah. 15 minutes of your toilet trip out of the uh, video <laughs> so thanks for that Dave um, so yeah until next week guys I've been Jim that's been the king that's been Dave and thank you so much for listening bye